And we are live with another edition of SEC Tavern Talk. I'm happy to be back. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> please welcome my co-host, Rob. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> there he is. Um, Rob with the, That's all I have to say about, about that. Rob with his one-line zingers. Uh, and then our... Former producer James is joining <clears throat> us today. What's going on, James? Um, nothing much right now. You know, just hanging. Just hanging, hanging with your white rice and mayonnaise and cheese. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know it. That college uh, student life, bro. College student. <laughs> we understand. We understand. Oh yeah. Got to was... change that name. You got to change that name of the dish, though. But understand. I've been there. All right. Man. All right. There. Uh. So... Something cloud something. I don't know. Whatever. Cloud nine. Um, oh, yeah. All right. And as you heard that silky smooth, very white sounding voice over there, <laughs> that was um, my boy Calvin. What's going on, Calvin? Hey, how's everybody doing out there? I'm glad to be here on this glorious Thursday night. We are live. We are we are live. We are free. It's going to be a good night. I cannot wait. Let's get ready to rumble. Mm-mm. Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, before we do, we're going to ask uh, uh, Mr. Producer to uh, give us the invocation. Yeah. All right. God, thank you for blessing us and keeping us all throughout this year, as tough as it's been. Uh, thank you for giving us football, even though it looked like it wasn't going to happen for a little while. And uh, in spite of all the weirdness, uh, thank you for giving us the time to, to sit in fellowship with one another as we jaw jack about football. Please keep our words honoring and glorifying to you and edifying to one another. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Rob, what's on tap for us today? I guess we're going to start with the uh, rundowns or reviews. Yeah. Apparently we're going to jaw jack, according to um, McKissick. Mm-hmm. We, but could, yeah, we'll st- we could do that sometime. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um so we had uh, JB. You want to start us off? Sure, I'll start you off with this basketball game of Arkansas versus uh, Missouri. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good game. It was a good game. A lot, a lot of offense, a lot of a lot of points scored. We almost clipsed a hundred, almost. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about it. I mean. Um, Felipe Franks was out with um, some kind of, uh, I can't remember what the injury was, but it was like a game time decision. And uh, they started KJ Jefferson, the sophomore, uh, who had a, showed a lot of promise when he came in, but he didn't look great last year. So I was a little bit nervous. And I made the last minute pick to uh, pick Missouri instead of Arkansas, which turned out to be a good pick. Um, but KJ looked really good. Like, I, I was very impressed with his performance. I mean, he was 18 for 33, with 274 yards, threw three touchdown passes, and most importantly, man, the dude could run. Like he uh, he could get out of some sticky situations. Um, I think the future is looking bright at Arkansas. Um, yeah, don't breathe right into the mic, buddy. Um, oh me. <laughs> I think that was Rob. Sorry. I think it was Rob. Um, but yeah, uh, KJ looked good. Um, 
Uh, Traylon Smith, he looks good. He had 172 yards on the ground uh, with three rushing touchdowns. Like I said, there's a lot of offense. You know, like um, our running back had a career day and we still lost. Uh, and our uh, backup quarterback had an amazing day. And yeah, like I said, we still lost. Um, it was just very uh, heartbreaking because we were up by two scores at the end of the game. And the defense just kind of fell apart. And, you know, the Missouri scored 27 points in the fourth quarter um, and ended up you know, beating us by two. Um, it was just very uh, – uh, it was hard to watch. Um, it, it reminded me of Arkansas of old in the uh, Brett Bielema days when we would get a, a great lead and, and lose it. Um, it just – it hurts me, but I know it's, it's, I don't think it's going to be like that. I just think that's just the way this game was. I mean, it was just up and down, up and down for, on both sides and somebody had to win it and somebody had to lose it. So, um, anyway, it, things are looking up. I'm not worried. Um, I, I, I was not planning on us winning three games this year, which we have. Um, so, you know, there is that. Uh, and, and and it seems like we're going to end that way because this week we have Alabama and that's not going to be a win. Um, oh, no, no, no. So no. Uh, let's go on to the next person. Uh, who's going that to... That would be... Yeah, that would be you two boys. A and um, Yeah. Um, did we, on the on the last episode, did somebody touch on the A&M LSU game? Um, who... No. Tech- um, no, we no, didn't. Okay. We didn't. We didn't like review it or anything. Okay, just the score. Um, then Calvin, uh, were you going to talk about this week's game? Oh, uh, e- either or, whatever you want. Either or, because I, I watched both of them. Okay. Um. Well, I will. I will definitely. Uh, I'll take the first one. I'll take the LSU game, and uh, I was. It was a mixed bag. Like the defense stepped up in a big way. They they definitely crushed it. Like, like, all throughout the game, defense had the had the game on lock. Unfortunately, um, as we talked about earlier this season, um, apparently it's more difficult for the offense to get good training than the defense. Uh, or I don't remember if that was the conclusion we came to. Either way, uh, after AM's three weeks off. The offense was rusty, like rustier than Tomater from Cars, you know. <laughs> uh, Kellen Mond was 11 of 34. That's sub 30% completion. You know, like it was bad. I know it was raining, and I know that he didn't get a whole lot of help from the receivers. Like, I get that. But when you've got an LSU team with two freshman quarterbacks, both that did better than Kellen Mond did, aside from the interceptions. I think they were two, uh, if I remember correctly. It, you know, like it was just a bad look for him. Uh, thankfully, he stepped it up this this next week, um, and I'll I'll pass that off to Cal, uh, Calvin. Well, it was a surprising week, so it was a surprising week. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. A and M went to Auburn, and and on the first drive they scored a touchdown. That is shocking because you never see that with AM, especially with Kelly Monica Corbett. That was something I've never seen in my life. So it was something spectacular. Auburn 
it looked like Auburn was trying to make a, make a come make a competitive game, but the A and M defense they they got it together and they pretty much uh, rely on the running game. Kellen Mar was uh, okay at best. He didn't make a lot of mistakes, but they really just rely on the running game at the uh, at the tail end of the second half, and they pretty much pulled through and beat Auburn. So, so that's what happened, and um. And and you know I, you know and, you know A and they playing they playing pretty good so far and they only got two more games and that's the end of Keller Mars, uh tenure at A uh, and I cannot wait. Yeah, uh, I called I called that game last week the battle of the inconsistent quarterbacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely agree. Pretty much yeah. the two most inconsistent quarterbacks in the SEC. You really don't know what you're going to get with them, but yeah. And yeah. I'm, well, I'll I'll say this. Uh, in the mid-stretch, after the, the first couple of games, Kellen Mond finally hit his stride, and he was starting to actually play his peak and actually look sharp and be on. He did hit a little bit of a dip before that three-week break, but it wasn't like a fall-off. So I don't know if he was going into a slump or if he just, you know, if he just had a slightly less good game and then it was really the three weeks off that, that killed him. Um, but... I think he has the potential to be the best. He just doesn't play to his potential all the time. And I know there's a lot of factors that go into that, but if you're going to go Malvin off saying, I think I'm the best quarterback in the SEC, then you better be able to put your money where your mouth is. You're going to get ridiculed. And, you know, that's that's the long and the short of it. And to be perfectly honest, like, I mean, he seems like a decent guy, you know. <clears throat> I mean, may have some, some – uh, disagreements on the political spectrum that I don't know that a college student should necessarily be using his platform to talk about. I mean, like then again, like, I I don't know, but I will say this, like despite his relatively quiet nature, he seemed to say a couple things that weren't necessarily outright bad, but have kind of gotten him in some hot water. So I guess if he finishes up the season consistent, we'll see if uh, we'll see how that affects his draft stock. Uh, see if people are talking about it. See if he continues on that pattern of, uh, you know, saying saying some controversial stuff, whether it be about his play uh, or off the field. So, and that is all assuming that uh, he actually leaves. But we'll get to that after recaps. Oh yeah. What do you mean he leaves? He got uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh. Nope. After after recap. Yeah. After recap. <laughs> just just be patient. Um. But to cap off the rest of the recaps, um, we have Georgia did not play. Um, Vanderbilt lost to COVID um, or whatever else, opt-outs, whatever all they had because they're a hot mess this year with I don't know what's always going on over there. They are not good. Hey, um, hey, Alex, hey, hey, but but they're so inspirational though with their girl kicker. Golf clap. Okay. Anyway, um, Alabama got their bad revenge on LSU and won fifty-five to seven. Kentucky destroyed South Carolina, which is not a surprise given the fact that they have no coach. Well, they have an interim in Bobo, but, um, you know, they're they're down. And the garbage garbage truck worker convention people 
The Volunteers lost to Florida, wow. thirty-one to nineteen. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think that pretty much ends the recaps. Um. So, Calvin, the reason I said that is because mm-hmm. the NCAA is granting every player, regardless of their year, one more year of eligibility. So seniors can play a fifth year, even if they played four years. Oh no no no! Kellen Mond mm. got to go. He can no no no. He got to, <laughs> no we no we got we got to turn to the Big Ten and modify that. He cannot come back. <laughs> so dog, he cannot come. So here here's the thing. I I understand why they're doing it, but I don't think. I, I'll be honest. I, I I would love to have Richard LeCount come back. Jeff Jordan Davis come back like. If we can get some those two guys back, and I mean, shoot, that, that's that would be great. But in principle, I don't agree with it because at the end of the day, it's these guys' choice whether they want to play. And then you add the fact that some of these guys are playing the whole year, and then just getting a free year out of nothing. So they're just padding their stats. Well, how is that fair to someone in the record books if their stats get broken because you gave them a fifth year, you know? So it's basically, like the whole uh, the whole Ohio State situation we got going on right now. Well, well, let's not go there yet. That's that's, oh, that's later. Later, okay. <laughs> that's, All right, but my bad. You're fine, but I'm just saying that it's it's you. I get why they're doing it, but I don't agree with it. I think that you should not just give them a free year. Like if they don't want to play, you know, if they're opting out for whatever reason, I'm not going to go into all that, but that's their decision. They're, you know, they've left home. They're trying to become men. That's age of adult. Be treated like it. You know, you make the adult decision, stick with it. So, um, that's just my now, thoughts. Now, on are it, you, but. now, are you talking about guys who's playing? So, so what? So, the NCAA is allowing players to have an extra teams to have an extra year. So basically, this year just does not matter at all. It does not account against um, the players' eligibility. eligibility at all. So, but it does. Here's here's the one thing just so you understand. I actually found this detail out today, that either today or yesterday. Um, so the, as far as scholarships, you know, you have your 85 each year, right? So you have your guys try to early enroll your, um, you know, you have your blue shirts so you can push it off to the following year, all that junk, um, that all exists. However, the 85, if the players come back next year, those players will not count as a part of those 85 scholarships. Mm. They're in addition to. So that so, creates a whole nother thing. Hold on, but yeah. they do still count for the rest of this year. So, the early enrollees can't go ahead and enroll in school mm. because they still count. So it it it's it's kind of a whole mess that they've created. But I, I, I personally, I would have modified it to spring, like basketball plays they can do or springtime because when COVID hit, 
it really affected the basketball and baseball. Football, the mm. season was already done. Yeah, so, they, they voted on that, and basketball, they said no because the season – it pretty much hit at the end of the season, I think. And so they were like, we're not going to affect this. And I think, though, they voted on baseball. I can't remember the result of that, so I'm not going to say one way or the other. Um, but the thing with baseball, though, is, you know, they either go straight to the majors or minors or they play three years. They have that rule. So it is a little bit different. But still, I see what you're saying. But again, like I said, I want to modify because again, the the football play they already ha- they already had their season. The thing is, even though the NCAA tournament was not the regular season, it was still the postseason play. And a lot of those teams, like for example, Michigan State's um, Cassius Winston, he played there all four years. He put, he worked hard to get to that point. And I I think he should have got another chance. You know, you look at, like, I mean, when Kobe hit during that time, it really wrecked the whole uh, NCAA tournament because you think we had Dayton, Dayton Flyers, they had Ole Toppleton, you had all these great teams coming back. So I, I think they should have modified it for the basketball and baseball, but not football because they already had their season. Well, football, they made that decision at the beginning of the year. That's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been in place. The only new thing that has come out is that they modified how the scholarship number, like, top out and all that would work. And, all, and also, the, the role's been there all season. And also that will cost the football program a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Well, they the whole point of it, they did it at the beginning of the season. They're not worried about what will cost the school money. They're thinking that way if players opt out, then we don't have to worry about the fallback of it. That mm-hmm. gives the players the option to do what they want. And then they have a free – they can play next year and not have to worry about it. But, see, to me, why – see, that falls under red shirt, though. You, that's why you have a red shirt year. Mm-hmm. You don't play one year, you red shirt. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a red – if you don't have a red shirt left, well, right. it's too bad. That's that's part of it. That, that At some point, you got to be an adult and just accept life as it is. But hmm. um, and But there's also, like, ways in which guys have gotten a sixth year because of – you know, like a, a regular red shirt and then a medical red shirt. So that could fall under medical red shirt. Like there's things that have already been in place. You don't need to change the rule to do that um, for everybody because then you have guys that play all four years of eligibility and then they just get a free year, which just makes no sense. Yeah, I don't I don't know what, what they ended up doing for baseball, but really to me it doesn't even matter with baseball because like – they can go into the draft if they want to, and mm-hmm. if they don't, if they don't like the money that they're going to get, they can come back. So like, people yeah, no, pe- baseball... people are going to leave anyway in baseball. Yeah. So whether they give them the option to stay or not, like it's just, yeah. But football, yeah, it's it's that, that's going to put schools into a, especially like people like Vandy, you know, who they don't uh, allocate much money for. Uh, sports in general so like now they have uh a hundred scholarship players you know like that they have to uh fork out money for oh no that's gonna take away money for their uh from their academics oh boy 
Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not even talking about Vandy. I mean, the smaller schools, like, they're going to be hit worse, like a lot worse. You know, the, mm-hmm. the Sun Belt teams, the uh, Conference USA, AAC, like they're all, you know, they don't have a lot of money to be giving out scholarships. So it's it's going to be, yeah, that's mm, not a fan, not a fan at all. Yeah, what is the NCAA going to cover those scholarships out of pocket? Mm? Mm? Oh, oh, you know the NCAA going to do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that's that's just like it 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 doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, like I can see what they're trying to do. It's just like the same thing with with uh, government run healthcare. You know, it's like they're trying to make sure everybody gets the care that they need, but because government is super inefficient. Like, not only does it not get everyone the care that they need like they were trying to, it also costs a lot more, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, they're trying to protect their own butt, but um, make sure that they're covered, they don't get any fallback for it, you know? Right. That's my point, though. Like, the NCAA, if they really cared about players, they would let players make money off of their name, you know, like, while they're in school. It's like, there's, there's, there's no reason for that rule. I mean, like... Oh, what? So you keep other players from getting jealous is like, you know, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, we've talked about that. On the, I don't want to get off on that because we, yeah, we yeah, have talked right. about that. No, it's OK. I mean, we, we've talked about it on a different episode and that that conversation will go on for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but it shows but, no, we it shows, talked about it season one. Like it, it shows their inconsistency, though, like. Right. Yeah, you know, they act like they're doing this for the players' safety or whatever, but they don't really care about the players. Like, and no. like you said, if they did care about the players, they'd let them make money. You know, so like, it it's all about covering their own butt. And just like you said, Rob, I mean, they're taking care of themselves, and that's all it amounts to. They can they can color it up and however they want to, but that's that's the bottom dollar right there. Yep, and it's the same as people thinking that the government cares about your health. <laughs> but that's, I'm, I'm just, even at that, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so James, now, yeah, the Big Ten, Ohio State. Oh yeah. Um, oh boy. The whole thing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think the, he who shall that, not be named being a little butt in the in the tap room <laughs> about it. But or at least I, so. I believe yeah. I believe this is time for Calvin's crusty corner. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh yeah. So, okay. See, uh, how, welcome everybody to the Kevin Crystal Corner. You know, I got the SEC in the background, so you know I'm, I'm letting y'all know that I'm ripping the SEC tonight. So the so the Crystal Corner we got the drinks, we got everything popping off tonight. Now let me tell you something, Big Ten. Here is what really grinds my gears. First off, it's a it's inconsistent. Here, here's my problem. You first say, okay, we're going to, you know, cancel the season to the, and have it in the spring. All right, cool. Very controversial. Guys don't like that. Guys got to make tough decisions. Okay, we understand that. So we all chugging along, having a good old time, minding our business, and getting ready for the season. You know, SEC start on time, ACC start on time, everybody start on time. Then the Big Ten decided, hey, guys, we're going to have a season due to all the pressure. And plus, plus they, you know, due to all the pressure, hey, guys, we're going to have a season. So they decided to have an eight-week schedule Later in the year, within two months, where you could not make a mistake, and I'm sitting here like, what were y- what were y'all doing? What is wrong with y'all? Like, 
who like who mans is who who is controlling the Big Ten? Who mans is this? Because what they could have done was they could they could have been just like the SEC started right started early. Then guess what? You would have had six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Now you have to sit here. Now you have to screw over Indiana because Indiana's six and one and to bring Ohio State into the playoffs because that's what because we think about it. if Ohio State gets in the playoffs. They get they they get in the playoffs. They get big ratings. They get big ratings. Get big money. When you get big money, the big teams happy. When you get money, everybody's happy. But you but you sit there, you 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 create a, a avenue. I'm sorry for stuttering, but I'm just so upset with the Big Ten right now. Mm-hmm. You messed up everything, and now Ohio State's gonna be looked at the bad guy. Ohio State is gonna be looked at as that rich kid in school that gets away with everything. <laughs> That's the problem. You what you should have done was. First off, the first thing what you should have done was started as soon as the SEC started it. Mm-hmm. As the SEC started early. Get all the big games out the way so you won't have to deal with this problem. The SEC did it right. They got all the games out the way. Because now look, ain't nobody worried about no old Miss Vanderbilt game. Ain't nobody worried about that. But then you but but the Big Ten, now they wanna be special. They wanna have Ohio State of Michigan. Right smack dab where we're in the second surge, and now it's canceled. And now you have to go back and you know modify and modify your rules to bring Ohio State into the international uh, playoff. So Ohio State, you are the Bama of the not a big team. You are the Bama of the week. You are shameful, and, and y'all's a bumbling fool. Y'all need to get y'all stuff together. <laughs> can can we just say though, like it? Let's say the committee is intelligent and decides that Ohio State should be left out of the playoff. Wouldn't it be the most Jim Harbaugh thing ever for him to be the one to screw them over like that? <laughs> Wait, Harbaugh's on the on the, no, on the CFB what, committee? No, what happened is, um, I don't know if you noticed, but in the Big Ten, you have to play six games. Yeah, With yeah, yeah. Ohio, well, it, wasn't it more than that? No, six games. You had to it had to be a minimal of six games to be eligible. Yeah. Uh, with Michigan not playing, yeah, Michigan canceled that game. Yeah. And, and oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. So like that would just be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I I certainly hope that happens because you know who's next in line, bro. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh, dude. Oh man. I mean. Which I think, you know, it's about dang time because, I mean, the first top four in the CFP ranking, we were number four. And now to come in as a dark horse candidate this year after everything that's happened as number four, you know, I just I think it would be fitting. But but I really do think a should get some strong consideration. I mean, Absolutely. they should get some strong consideration from a from a football standpoint. I'm going to say this about Ohio State. I love Justin Fields, but that defense is a little bit sketchy. I watched them against Indiana. That secondary, I, I, they are talented, but they gave up a lot of yards against Indiana. They Indiana almost came back and beat them. So I'm a little bit sketchy with uh, Ohio State's defense. But but Texas A&M, they've always seemed to play be more consistent. I think they should get a strong consideration. Well, I, what I would say to – as far as A&M in the playoff is, um, that would come down very strongly to the SEC championship. A&M needs Alabama to win that game. 
if Florida wins, Alabama's in it regardless. There's no okay. way that they're not going to make it. So if Florida wins as a championship, they're in too. So you so there's no way anyone would make it. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. Of course. If Alabama wins the game, then you could make a case because Florida will will drop, and then you could make a case that they should be there. But see, yeah. I would make the case now that it should be Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida, Texas A and M. Yeah. I don't cool. even think I, I think. Ohio State should barely be in the top ten right now because they just haven't played enough games. I mean, well, not only yeah. that, this, their strength of schedule, like you know, ESPN was talking about, yeah, yeah, it was it was insanely weak. And then not only that, uh, like it was saying, CFP top twenty five wins. We've got a CFP top ten win. Do they have a CFP top ten win? Like their best win is against Indiana, and they look like trash in that game too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did Justin not look Fields good. had three picks. Yeah, they did not look good in that game at all. Here's uh, here's the thing about Justin Fields. The dude look, I, I don't I don't I'm not bitter about him leaving Georgia. He, that's mm-hmm. his decision. I um I don't yeah. necessarily blame him. I thought it was kinda of dumb. I'm I i do not know why he came there in the first place. Yeah. Right. Honestly. I mean I was glad he did, but um yeah. but it just didn't make sense. Yeah. But so because um, we were actually in up there. It was Trevor Lawrence and him. And when he committed, Trevor Lawrence was like, okay, I'm going to Clemson now because they're not going to both commit. So, um, but Tre- Justin Fields is one of the like, – he is an insanely good athlete. But the guy yeah. is not the greatest at reading defenses. And that's why, I mean – you know, but what's the best defense he's played since he's been there? You know, like, yeah, he hasn't played a ton, so he just runs. And with the guys he has around him, he just they make it it, it makes it easy for him. So, um, so I don't I don't think that I just I don't think that you we've seen enough from them. I mean, yeah, are they probably one of the best teams? Yeah, probably. But you can't assume that when they only played half a schedule. Like mm-hmm. you just, it's not right. It's you can't assume it, and it's just not right. Mm-hmm. So you can say it's unfair, whatever. I, I'm not going yeah, into yeah, the yeah. fair argument, but it would be unfair for the rest of the country for you to put them in there. Yeah. So yeah. But what about the ACC championship? Like, what if? See, I okay, think Coastal so, Carolina right now has more of an argument to make the playoffs than Ohio huh. State does. Yeah, mm-hmm. aren't they like number sixteen, something like yeah, that? Yeah, number thirteen. But, thirteen, yeah. But what about the uh, ACC championship? Like, isn't like let's say Clemson beats Notre Dame? What happens then? Oh, um, that's a good question. But I think, I think that, I think if Clemson beats Notre Dame, Notre Dame's out of it. Because I don't think that they – well, I say that. I don't know. I don't know what I, they're going to do. This is why – I mean, it it keeps coming yeah. – like, this is the year, honestly, more than any mm. of it, that it's just like this is the biggest reason they need to consider expanding the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Every year. That's why like, I'm, like, rooting for 
it to be two SEC teams and two ACC teams, like just to blow this yeah. whole thing up because you know there are going to be so many angry people out there that that they're going to have to expand it. Like, well, you know well, the yeah. Pac-12 can't make it this year because they're garbage. I mean, they had Oregon <laughs> up there and they lost. Yeah. Okay. They. Okay. I mean, but but here's my problem: if you expanded, what were you? What? How would you allow the smaller teams to get into the playoffs? Well. See, I mean, if you can get up to sixteen teams, like no, that's like, too that's too much. That's too much. No, no, you got to cut it. To I mean, eight. even even okay, if you do eight you, or twelve, like you twelve, yeah. I if mean, what was what was USF or uh, UCF the year that they went undefeated? I, I, they were in the top twelve. Right, sure. no, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, you have the higher teams get a couple bye weeks or something, and then you have the the lower teams duke it out first. Which I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I would that, love to see Coastal Carolina in there this year if they yeah. Yeah. defeated. I mean, but, I, I would but too. Let me in. Let's with, see what with, happens with twelve teams. The model right, that exactly. the model the model that I've been wanting is eight teams, and the all the Power Five conference champions get in automatic bids, and the highest ranked Group of Five team gets in automatically. And and then the other two are at large. So it could be anybody. Um, now hold that that could that, work. That would be fun. Yeah, it, he, it would be fun to see. Like even if you got a crappy group of five team, it would be fun to see them in there and see what happens. So I mean, but let's just. Um, so there's a. Go ahead. I, I want to pull something. Well, up. okay, but but here's a question. Here's a, here's a problem that I have with with your idea, JB. Look at the Pac-12. Do you think any one of those teams that can compete in the playoffs? No, but it would, so why, it so, would so keep why? them from griping is the biggest thing. Well, that's one it, thing, it, it, but it, also so like the lowest. Gripe anyway. People are going to gripe anyway. They're going to cry anyway. No, but but here, listen to this, though. I mean, like if you've got the t- all the five power fives and then you, you've you got the, the one uh, group of five champion and then you've got the two open spots – then you still do the rankings and you seed them based on the rankings. So if the Pac-12 has some Garbo team, then they get embarrassed by the group of five, you know, which just adds the icing on the cake. It's like not only can they not gripe, they get embarrassed by the group of five, so they have no room to gripe. Like, But, the, but, James, but yeah. James, here's the problem. Let's say that happens. Guess what's going to happen? The ninth-ranked team is going to cry talking about, it's not fair that uh, that this team gets an automatic bid. People are going to grab no matter what. But that's the thing, oh, yeah, though. We sure. have we have conferences for a reason, though. So the, thing, the, the thing is that they don't have enough interconference play. So you could make the case that even though even though the Pac-12 looks bad, they might still – their top team could still possibly be, you know, competitive. You just don't know because they, they haven't played anybody. Um, but like, yeah. look at look at other look at NFL for example. Uh, you've got the NFC East, which is garbage this year, right? You know, right. you've got the Giants at five and seven. You've got the football team at five and seven. Uh, the Eagles at three and eight, and the Cowboys at three and nine. One of those teams has to go to the playoffs. Do they deserve it? No, but they're one of those teams is going to go. Like, so it, it's not like it's unprecedented. Like. There's always going to be a bad conference, so I I don't see any any problem with it. So I'm letting the all the champions go. So, so right now, 
if you had the top eight teams just just straight from one to eight rankings, you would have Alabama versus Cincinnati, Ohio State and A&M on the left side at four and five. Two and seven would be Notre Dame and Iowa State, and then Clemson and Florida on uh, at three and six. I'm not gonna lie, I'd love to see Florida play Clemson. That would be. I think it, that'd be a good game. I'd love to see Ohio State play A and M. Um, I think Iowa State would be a good game against Notre Dame. The only game that probably wouldn't be that good of a game was Alabama versus Cincinnati because. I mean, Alabama's just too good, but... Yeah, Alabama's uh, on another level this year, dude. Well, but I mean, I, I don't think Cincinnati's, like, up there with the rest of these teams, but um, <clears throat> I think it's kind of crap that George Big got dropped for them, but that's a, you know, I guess because they're undefeated, you got to do it, so... Um, but, you know, Georgia lost to the number one team in the country and the number six team in the country should be number five, so, you know... We'll just leave it at that. Um, but, I mean, that opens up a pretty good <clears throat> bracket right there. So if you have 12 teams, then you have enough to put, you know, teams like Coastal Carolina in there, assuming they, you know, I don't know if they have any more no. games, assuming they don't lose one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then three other teams, whatever that looks like. But, Everybody keeps saying, oh, if you extend the, you know, playoff, then it's just going to get boring. I'm like, I'm looking at this one through eight right now. I don't see a boring game on there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all going to be, well, Alabama and Cincinnati might be, but you can't get it perfect. Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> you know. I, I, can, I can live with an 18 playoff. I can live with an 18 playoff. But, I, I, but here's another issue I have. If you say teams have a – if you try to say let's have a 16 team playoff, there are going to be someone talking about let's make it 32. Then guess what? Somebody's going to say let's make it 64. And it's like, no, like, no. I would. I, the only person that wants it 64 is Ashton. Uh. That that's. I mean, you can't do it because yeah, like not at a college level. I mean, in high school when like I mean, well, even the, even high school is not that even 64. It's like. Was it in Texas? Is it not? Uh, I don't think it's. It's probably 32. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's 32. I could be wrong. I don't know. Texas runs, but but that would be almost impossible to fit all those games in because, like, you know, basketball, you have um, you have 64 teams, but you also have two, four. So you have two rounds each week. Four games, four days played each week. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday and Friday is one round, and Saturday and Sunday is another round. So you play two rounds a week until you get to the championship. You can't do that with football. It just yeah. doesn't. You can't play that many games in that short amount of time. It works for basketball. It works with basketball because the, the games are done, and you can, you can. So it's not so much of the teams trying to make the teams work or like would people watch this because people would watch it. You're not going to tell me that they watch the playoffs in, you know, the 
FCS, so mm-hmm. people would watch it. It's just a matter of it can't be done. You can't make it work because you'd have to start in like July, November, <laughs> or yeah, or, or yeah, so or October, and then so you'd have to start the season in like May. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's just not feasible. But I can see a twelve or sixteen working because, and, and you know, when before the playoffs started, everybody was like, "Well, what about the bowls and the money?" But I always said from the beginning, just play the the playoffs and the bowls. Yeah, they still get their money. Yeah, you know, yeah, it works. Yeah, exactly. and, that, and, and, and so, the bowls mean something more and, than money too. Like, and yeah, they do that advance, now yeah. with the four playoffs system. So just do that and make even more bowls more relevant, make even more bowls more money. I mean, it, 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 you talk about money, people make more money by expanding it. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So why would you not want to? Right. To minimum eight. And, you know, some people don't like more whatever, but eight, I think you have to have at least eight. Some people say six. I, I think you're just wasting your time if you go from four to six. If you're going to expand it, you got to go to at least eight. And, yeah, and not, and no, not, o- not right. only that is like, you know, you're talking about more money is you know, they're going to create these brackets, right? So let's say it's a 16-team bracket. They could have all the bowls and all the logos on all of them. So that's free advertisement for all these sponsors mm-hmm. for the bowls. They're going out on these brackets. And you know what? People are going to be filling these brackets out. So, like, yeah, it's, it's just – it makes sense monetarily. So I don't – yeah. I don't know why they don't do it. Like it just—that's why. That's why we need an all SEC and ACC playoff this year. Blow it all up, man. Just blow it all up. Yeah, yeah. burn it down, baby. Burn it down. Because, burn it down. Because let's be honest, most of these bowls can be just gone. Because ain't nobody watch no Piggly Wiggly Bowl <laughs> on a random Wednesday afternoon. Who don't watch that? Yeah, man. I don't know. People that love football way too much. I mean, personally, I mean, personally, they could cut, they could cut, you know, the bowl games to like twenty bowl games. Ain't nobody want to watch that stuff. It's all about the, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. Like, hey, what about the Win Dixie Bowl? Though, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, that, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. The Ray Farm Bowl. That's another one. Oh yeah, I just had to name another <laughs> grocery store because you said, yeah, you said Big Wiggly. No, but. Um, yeah, I think we're all in agreement that it that uh, expanding it would be good in, in more than one ways. I think most of the country believes that. Um, I I don't know what is really is the holdup, um, but we said we don't know what the we didn't know what the holdup was for years. But going to an initial playoff, they they just don't take they don't they don't make any decisions in changing the system very quickly unless it has to do with something that is going to affect them negatively. So then they're in a hurry, you know, like COVID regulations or, you know, protocols for targeting, things like that, because they're worried about backlash. But, you know, and I'm, well, it's not even going to the targeting rule needing to be updated. But, um, hey, that's that's another thing. You know, if Ohio State doesn't make the playoff this year, do you don't think they're going to be opting for an 18 playoff? Like, and and those are the loudest fans out there, man. 
Like you know, Ohio, Ohio State uh, is Ohio, second loudest. <laughs> Ohio State is the media darling, man. So like you know they're gonna be like all over this. We needed to have an eighteen playoff this year because we didn't we didn't have a chance to play all of our games, so we didn't make the playoffs. Blah 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 blah. That yeah. is a that is a big tears fault. I know. I you know. can't you can't blame. See, I, see, I, I'll give Ohio some leeway, but when they start blaming the, the college football playoffs. Then that's what I have to stop you right there, because it's the Big Ten's fault that you didn't play all your games. Yo, if the Big Ten, Big Ten did what they were supposed to do, we wouldn't be in the situation. You're right. But what I'm saying is, like, leave Ohio State out and let this blow up the system, because you know it's going to cause some backlash with the Big Ten, and let it happen. Just let it happen, man. Just like mm-hmm. I, I want let's all be, the controversy out there. Just, just let, let the world it, burn. Yes. Just exactly. go, man. Just yeah. go. Some people just want to watch the world burn. As Michael Caine would say, in my horrible British accent. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Anyway, I don't think I could do it that, any better. With that being said, with that um, horrible. You know what job else is there? burning? LSU. Huh? You know what else is? You know what else uh, place is burning? LSU. Man, yes, yeah. sir. It, it, how convenient to, when you're three and five and already gonna barely. Huh possibly make a bowl then you put who, your own self ban on your yeah who uh who put that meme up there it's like hey you want to go out no oh cool i didn't want to go out anyway right. <laughs> ain't nobody uh, checking for you lsu i mean they're they weren't gonna make it anyway because they're gonna lose this week but anyway um let's make some picks boys y'all ready oh, oh, oh. Games, as i'll ever be so um, yeah, I don't have to worry about your team being picked because game's canceled. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss and A and M's canceled. So mm-hmm. um, let's roll into <clears throat> Auburn versus Mississippi State. We got Auburn favored by six and a half. Over under is forty nine and a half. James, let's start with you, bud. What you got? You said Auburn, Mississippi State. Yes, sir. You said over-under is 49.5, and, and what's the, the spread? You said Auburn was favored? 6.5 for Auburn. Uh, I think it's probably going to be a little bit more than 6.5. I mean, like, Bo Nix, maybe Mo Picks, but, uh, I mean, he can run. Like, if they can lean on the run relatively well, I mean, doesn't uh, Mississippi State have a losing record this season? Like, two, or aren't two they, and like, six. even? No, they're 2-6. Okay, so that's an understatement. Yeah, no, exactly. Like that's like I don't see why it's only six and a half points. Like, if if uh, if Auburn leans a little bit more on the run, they should have this in the bag, no problem. Uh, as far as the over under is concerned, I'll take the I'll take the under. I think this spread, James, is because Mississippi State's been scoring more since they switched quarterbacks. Fair enough. Um, uh, I'm, I'm so still, it's not, it's yeah. not so much that Auburn won't score as much. It's that Mississippi state will score more too. So I think they're saying the spread will be closer. I'm going to stick um, with my pick. Fair enough. So you're taking the over you said? Mm, I thought I said the under. Did you? Okay. I, was just, yeah. I couldn't remember. All right. Um, JB, what do you think? Um, you know, with it being, in Starkville, I mean, I want to pick Mississippi State, but I just I feel like, you know, Gus Malzahn, 
always tends to do the bare minimum uh, to keep his job. So I think beating Mississippi State at the end of the year, even even though Mississippi State's terrible, I think you know that's the bare minimum for him. Like so, I think he I think they win this, um, and I think they probably cover the spread. I think I think they barely cover it. I mean they may win by seven or ten. Um, and I will go with the over on that because Auburn can't really stop anybody defensively. Um, even though Mississippi State's not good, they're still going to put up some points against Auburn. So, yeah. Mr. Calvin Howard, what you got for me? I got Auburn winning by, yeah, I think they'll cover and I'll be, I'll say they'll cover and it'll be under. It'll be way under 49. Okay. All right. Well, I am going to pick Auburn in a uh, in a close one. Um, close. That's that's a very poor Lee Corso. Um, but uh, I think they'll cover the spread because it's six and a half. But I do not think – I'll take the over as well. Um, I think Mississippi State's going to score some good bit of points. But Auburn um, will run the ball. And Bo Nix will suck just, uh, you know, uh, not enough to to, to lose. lose the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'll have just an adequate amount of suckiness, and um, <laughs> like a but, like a Eureka vacuum cleaner, just, just sucks just good enough to. <laughs> <laughs> to get the job done, but just might take a little bit longer. Yeah, pretty much. Good. That's good. That's good. I, I, I like it. I'm here for it. Um, all right, let's 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 do it. Uh, LSU and Florida. Florida is favored by 23 points. The over under is 68 and a half. Mm. Calvin, I'll start with you, man. Oh, or James. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I just figured we were gonna keep going same order. So, I mean. I'll definitely take uh, Florida to – well, I think Florida wins. They don't cover the spread, um, and I take the under on that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might agree. LSU is a shell of themselves. This is not 2019 no more. LSU is what what is what uh, is what COVID has done to America in 2020. Just ravished us. So, um <laughs> – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Florida. I'll say they'll win by 17, and I think it'll be under 68. Okay, JB. I'm gonna go with Florida, and I say they cover the spread. Um, I think they just throw all over them all day long. Um, it's 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 not going to be pretty, and it's in the swamp too. Like it's it's not going to be pretty at all. For LSU, can you imagine if they had fans at the swamp? Like it was the full like hundred thousand dollar people for hundred thousand, hundred thousand people. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, it'd be it'd be worse. Yeah, and I so I say they cover, and I say that I'll take the over on that too. So the over, yeah, because I think on sixty eight and a half. Yeah, because Florida's going to score fifty five. <laughs> okay. Florida wins, covers, and over. Okay. Um, I, I think LSU is um, 
I mean, they're they're dejected at this point. I mean, yeah. they're starting to have opt outs. Um, they they're conveniently banning themselves from a bowl that they won't make anyway. Um, and, and I think they've they, just given up this year. So. And also, and also they got a sexual allegation that might be coming down the pipe. So, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Next we got Tennessee and uh Tennessee against Sarah the kicker. Um <laughs> Oh oh boy, oh boy. See see this this is why we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just said against Sarah. I uh, <laughs> um we're gonna get canceled. You go girl. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Oh, UT is favored by 16 points. Over-under is 50. Kiss it? Yeah, I, uh, I'll i take uh, UT to cover the spread, and uh, I'll take the over on that one, I think. And, yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> All right. Bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for him. Uh, Calvin, what you got? I got Tennessee winning by 24 points. I'll say they'll win 24 to zero, and I don't think they'll. Uh, I think it'll be under. All right, right Huffman. Do I have to pick a team? <laughs> <laughs> the lesser of two weevils. I mean, <laughs> wow. Right? Um, like. Uh, seriously, guys, I would rather get sneezed on in Kroger than pick Tennessee to beat anybody. Um, <laughs> just saying. But I think I'm going to have to pick Tennessee in this game, and I think they covered the spread against the uh, high school team of Vanderbilt. Um, if 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 we could even call them a high school team, they may be a middle school team. Um yeah, I say they cover the spread, and I'll go with the under on it too, because they're not going to put up a whole lot of points because they're not good either. So, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take Tennessee. I think they cover. Um, I, I say they win by at least twenty four, twenty seven, somewhere in there. Um, and I'll definitely take the under because I don't think Vanny scores much. Um. I don't think Vandy has that many scholarship players playing. Honestly, um, they had to get some. They, kid, they had to get some kids from the debate team to come play. So, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 bad. <laughs> like it it really is. They're just LSU's bad, and then they're just like I I can bad. I can do you worse. How about that? LSU, yeah, LSU, yeah. you think you're bad? <laughs> yeah. Anything you can do, I can do worse. <laughs> I can do anything worse than you. <laughs> That's Bandy's theme song, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, this is the one JB dreads. Bama versus Arkansas. Bama is favored by 32 points. Woo! The over/under is sixty-eight and a half. Believe it or not, 
Well, JB, we'll start with you, man. You know, I said I would rather get sneezed on in Kroger than to pick Tennessee to beat anybody. I would rather get sneezed on in Walmart than pick Alabama to beat Arkansas. Because I hate Alabama with every fiber of my being, but they're Alabama. And they're going to beat Arkansas. There's no question about that. Um, and just for sake of, of argument, um, I say they don't cover the 32 points in Fayetteville in the 42 degrees. Um, I just I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they don't that, that they score less than 50 <laughs> and and don't beat us by as as much as they're saying. Um, and I will also take the uh, I'll take the over on that. Um, All right, so Davey, um given that you think they don't cover, give me a score prediction for that. Uh, we'll just say. Uh, 49 to 24 how about that okay I can live with that I can see that um, but uh I mean we James? can we can score some points in junk time oh. so yeah go ahead <laughs> fair enough what's the spread again and what's the uh, the over 32 68 and a half yeah, I think Arkansas will cover. Um, and mm, uh, that's a tough one, but I think I'll take the over on that. Okay. All right, Calvin. I I don't think uh, Alabama will win by thirty-two. I think it'll be a closer game. I think Arkansas offense might come alive, but I think Bama wins by at least. 20 points and I'll say it'll be over because I don't think it's going to be one of them dominant I, I think they'll win by 20 but it'll be closer than what people think yeah yeah um I agree I think I mean I think Bama clearly wins but I think I'll say Bama by 24 um I'll take the over on that. I think Arkansas gets some points, and especially in the fourth quarter. Um, I agree with JB. So I'll say Alabama by 24. Not sure what I'll, exactly I'll say the score will be, <laughs> but um, something probably similar to what JB said as far as 40s to 20s. Yeah. Um, somewhere in that range, but. And then finally, Georgia goes to Missouri, and the the Bulldogs are favored by 13 points, and the over/under is 54 and a half. James, what you think? Bulldogs favored by 54, or over/under is 50. Yeah, 13 over/under is 54 and a half. Yeah. And that was over who again? Georgia is at Missouri. Oh yeah, they gotta, they gotta I'll, I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day. Like, yeah, I'll I'll take Georgia uh, covering the spread and I'll I'll uh, I'll take the over. Well, yeah, I'll take the over on that. Okay, JB. Um, Georgia is traveling to the Show Me State, and I think they are going to show the Missouri Tigers back to their home. What real. 
Yeah, what, yeah what, what real defense and what real offense is. Yeah, what a real defense looks like, and they're going to show them back to their homes. Um, and I'll say Georgia wins, Georgia covers, and I'll take the over. All right, Mr. Howard. I think I'm going to I'm have to follow these fellas. I'm going to have to follow y'all uh, to the uh, great state of Georgia. And uh, I think they'll cover, and I think Georgia will dominate this game. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to say that Georgia wins. They cover the 13 points. I, I think they'll probably win by, I don't know, I think they cover. But I do not think they dominate as much as y'all think might think. Um, reason being is it's in Missouri. For some reason, Georgia has, in recent years, my last two of the years, it seemed to like have a little bit of problem when going to Missouri. Um, and I think that Missouri's quarterback and running back are very talented and their offense is clicking right now, but I do think that Georgia is out to prove that their offense is on, is, is starting to rise right now where the quarterback that they found a quarterback, they've they're in, he's getting in sync with his receivers. They're I think even now more so they've they're, they've got it you know in the back of I don't know about the players but you know the the word around the country right now is Arik Gilbert is thinking about transferring and says he's homesick well, <laughs> from Georgia so that would be a huge benefit to our offense for next year. So there's just a lot of things and I could go into a lot of recruiting stuff, but we don't have time for that. So, um, but I think that Georgia's out to prove that their offense is here. It's on the rise and kind of giving us a glimpse into next year. So I think Georgia wins, they cover, I will take the over, but I don't think it's an absolute dominance. I do think Missouri will score some points and I think Georgia will win by 14 or 17. So, how's that for your one liner? <laughs> that was that was that was a lot of lines. Um, yeah, yeah. There you have it, folks. Um, uh, I think that does it for for this week. Until next time, uh, just remember, brothers, to let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in the tavern. Peace.